What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 80. Nice round number. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Andy, who is reporting from Los Angeles, California, home of Super Bowl 56. So he's been at uh, doing all the media stuff at the Super Bowl. Uh, How'd you just get back to your hotel? I just took one of those bird scooters from uh, CryptoCenterArena.com whatever it's called basically to my hotel, which is a mile away in downtown LA. Cause it's like a, it's like a mile, but it's like, you don't want to walk because it's 85 degrees out and you don't want to really want to bother like a uh, Uber driver. So there's all these birds, you know, the scooters. So I just hopped on one 19 miles an hour over potholes, city buses in LA beeping at me. I'm like, I gotta get back. I got a podcast. To do. I gotta get back to my hotel and do a podcast. Everybody Birdman coming through. <laughs> Yo, those no helmets. Do, no, they just, go low key uh, faster than you podcast. think. <laughs> yeah, and like especially when you're on a red light and you hit the gas and it goes like you hit the thing and it just yeah, zips. Yeah, yeah. You're like, Whoa! All right, off we go. <laughs> yeah, those things are low key faster than you would think. They're fun though. Those are awesome. They are. How's yeah, uh? How's, who are the first couple of people that you've talked to at the Super Bowl so far? Today we did. I did an interview with Eric Dickerson. Rams great. Um, he was hilarious. I asked him who he thought he was going to win the Super Bowl in a joking manner because he's the Rams great offseason. And uh, we had a good give and take. Um, he told We talked about Joe Burrow's fashion. He told me that if he was white, he would want to be Joe Burrow, which is pretty funny. Unreal. Uh, he was, yeah, he was hilarious. And uh, well, that'll be coming out this week. And tomorrow I got I got four interviews tomorrow. Three. I got Mike Evans. I'm going to talk to Mike Evans on Thursday about Brady. And on Friday, I'm doing a, a, a nachos making contests with Eli Manning where I'm judging Eli Manning making nachos against my co-host Mackenzie and I look forward to uh getting some payback for the Super Bowl wins he had against Tom Brady so just you know spoiler alert I think I already know who's already gonna I was gonna say I think the result of that is probably gonna be predetermined yeah and it's just all just even say that out loud just is really absurd that I'm gonna be doing that so fun times here in Los Angeles I would expect nothing less to be completely honest with you (laughs) let's go uh we have just a bunch to cover today. A lot of a lot, golf stuff. A lot of golf stuff. Um, to give him credit, Tom Hoagie won the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Yeah, okay. So let's get back to like, for like the last couple of weeks, you've had a guy, you know, fail in, in miserable fashion on a Sunday. I've, mm-hmm. had lo- I've had no confidence. Last week, I went Seamus Power with my uh, suicide pick in both my pools. Mm-hmm. Five-stroke lead going into Saturday. And playing the easiest course on Saturday too, to be noted really quick. Monterey Peninsula is like three shots easier than the other courses. But he said on Friday after his round at Pebble, they go, how'd you play these first two courses so well? He goes, I always play these well. It's the other one I'm really bad at. I'm like, well, that was a good run, Seamus. Good time. I'm like, here we go. So at least unlike your guys who choke in in great fashion on Sunday, my guy gets that away on Saturday. Like no need to like worry on my flight to LA on Sunday where Seamus power is. Didn't have to, didn't have to keep track of him at all. It was, it was, I, I got on the flight and I got on the flight and speed had the lead. And then there's no, there's no Wi-Fi. But it costs like $25 now for Wi-Fi on a plane. Which is absurd, they charge $25 for Wi-Fi on a plane. It, 25 for two hours, 29 for the whole flight. They even split it up between, they don't even give you just the whole, that's ridiculous. So I didn't get to watch it. I didn't get to see updates. We landed. I'm like, how, did, how much did speed went by? And they're like, Tom Hoagie wins. I'm like, what? How'd that happen? It's, um, I mean, congratulations, Tom Hoagie, first PGA Tour win. It's great last name, phenomenal. It always makes me hungry. Unbelievable, Hoagie. unbelievable, Hoagie. Hey, let's go get a Hoagie. Uh, speaking of Jordan Spieth, he almost died. And I do have a question. Like, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous because you don't want to talk about Jordan Spieth dying. But what do you think they would have done to that like location at Pebble Beach? Would they ever go back? They would. I would hope that they would somehow take that piece of ground out where he last stood and brought, brought it down to St. Augustine and put it in the world golf hall of fame. Right. And, and kept watering it. And said, this is the patch of grass where we lost last saw George Spiefley fell to his death. Like all the jokes aside, I know I texted you about it. And I don't think you, I don't think you saw it live when it was happening. I was legitimately <laughs> nervous. I was watching. <laughs> I for a lot. Oh, actually it might've been golf channel at that point. I forget which one I was watching. I was legitimately nervous. I wanted Grella to just pick the fucking ball up and be like, no, dude, we're taking a drop. It was yeah, I, eight inches from the side of a hundred foot cliff. And that cliff, like, you know, it, it's, it's, like, he was right there. Like to the point where like, uh, what's his name? Colt knows he was following the group and he was like scared. Like the announcers were scared. 
he was if that if his momentum takes him just like just carries him a little bit he's gone so as soon as he hit it he did that like run back like he's like oh my god i still i can't believe he got it that kind of contact on the ball i can't believe he took that shot and you know these golfers when they have a baby they, they they're supposed to have that new perspective like where was the perspective on that shot he could have ended his life right there it was unbelievable and i think in the in, after the baby, round right yeah oh yeah and i think his entire family was there mom dad <laughs> wife daughter 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 i think unbelievable yeah. it was crazy and he made par like, the only one play on earth would have made par from there it was jordan speed that shot from overhead that drone shot like should be in the louvre it should be in every like museum ever like that like just that you just see little jordan speed on the edge and you see that just death all around him it was um how you've played it in person how big is that cliff it's gigantic. It's stunning. It's like, it's like, I would have been afraid to, I wouldn't even gone. I would have just been like, that ball is good. I'll just, get, I'll just leave that ball. There. It is one of those where it's like, you don't want to get close to the edge, even to look over the edge. It's like, I'm, I'm chilling. I don't need to see. Yeah. That. And you're not going to like roll down and be like, Oh, I'm good. Like, that's it. That's the end of your run. That's all she wrote. You, know, you could be yeah. paralyzed down there. Like it wouldn't have been good. And for him to do that, I mean, that speed show on Saturday, I, I didn't get to see a lot of it on Sunday because I was traveling, but that speed show on Saturday was like, that's what that's what Jordan Spieth's all about. That just, is a phenomenal round of Jordan Spieth. Yeah, it's a Spieth roller coaster. You never know what you're going to get, <laughs> uh, so which I funny. love. And it sucks because uh, <laughs> uh, shout out my dad. He put he put money on Spieth on Sunday when he was like two oh, back or God. whatever. He was like plus six hundred, and with what four holes left, I think he was leading by two. And I'm like, dude, yeah, wrap it up. And then no, awful. No, Kyle Porter had a great tweet. CBS Kyle Porter. I guess on 17 when Spieth put it into the bunker on 17, the par yep. three. And he's like bent over, like watching it go. And he's like, I flushed it. And the tweet was like, Jordan Spieth saying, I flushed it. Uh, Mikey while Geller's just sitting there kind of smiling, like this guy's an idiot. And in the background, there's some guy wearing a Bruins jersey. Like happy yeah, yeah. 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 It's like the perfect, like Jordan Spieth madness picture. <laughs> and so he, I, he bogeyed at 17 and then, and then Hoagie just was, man, he better. And Hoagie's, credit i mean he's been around the top of leaderboard the past couple of weeks it feels like yes he missed uh he missed a cut a couple of weeks ago but i think i mean top 10 finish at two weeks ago maybe so he was obviously playing some golf we missed him i don't know what his finishes were at previous uh pell beach pro ends but he went out he went out and won that tournament i definitely thought that somebody was gonna have to catch spieth and it kind of happened both ways hoagie won it and spieth kind of lost it but yeah i was done to get off the plane and, and see that spieth was lost i thought for sure that was his swing 100 percent hundred percent speed just likes the, the iconic courses. I think like yeah. he always plays good at Augusta pebble. Wasn't he, didn't he almost win the open at St. Andrews? Didn't he, wasn't he yeah. the runner up that year? Yeah. And he had a quote after uh, Sunday where he was talking about how much he loves pebble. And he was talking to that country star. He was playing with Jake Owens or whatever. Jake Owen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jake Owen. You're old, and bro. he was like, I don't, I don't know. Country music is the worst. It's, it's fucking awful. Yeah, God, it's I'll call him Jake Owens and be happy. I don't know who he is, but anyway. So, and he was like, "I tell you, he's like, I was telling Jake, like, isn't it great we get to play this course for free? Like, they pay us to play here." He's like, "I'd play here all the time. It's like, it's been <laughs> fun. It's refreshing to hear a pro say that because if you ever been to Pebble, like, if you could play that, if you if you knew that was on your schedule every year, not only were you you weren't going to pay those exorbitant green fees, but you were going to get paid to play there. I would go there." Every year on that tour stuff. Yeah, he got paid what? Like th- at the end, what? 300, 400 grand to play Pebble Beach for a weekend with his, like, yeah. one of his great buddies. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, he, sur- he survived the greatest shot in golf history, the scariest shot in golf history. And, you know, the speed show rolls on. I will tell you one thing about Pebble. I got murdered betting-wise. <laughs> yeah. I got fucking killed. Yeah. Sucks. Mad McNeely. Well, he came back on Sunday. Who yeah, he ended up only being a couple shots out of the top 20, which he was on my card for that. But yeah, he didn't play great. Jay Day was what? Two back on or like three back on in the final round. He was inside the top 10. He dropped out of the top 20. I missed that one. Damn. Uh the only one I hit was uh Bazaden Hout for top South African. Uh, which African. shout out him. Dylan Fratelli yeah. played like shit on Sunday. So we'll take That's that. Smart bet on your part. It was bad. Not as bad as yeah. Seamus Power, but did oh, you did you get long. okay points for your uh year long thing? Yeah, right? I think well he, fin- he ended up finishing tied for ninth. So I think it was like a couple hundred thousand or at least over a hundred thousand. But as you know, last week my confidence level after missing two out of the first three cuts was low. So it was just great to have a guy to just to re- know that hey, Andy, 
you can make picks still. Like you have this within you. Correct. Don't don't get too down on yourself. A little pep talk here. Seamus Power is a sign that you can still do this. There's a lot of season left. So I go into this new week with new confidence. And yeah, man, he looks so bad on Saturday too. I didn't want to text you because I didn't know if you were watching it, but I was watching him <laughs> I was, yeah. the early part of his round and he didn't hit any fairways. It was awful. It was bad. No, he didn't hit any fairways. Every time they showed him, like his ball was like, his drive was like bouncing into some like where you couldn't see the ball land. I'm like, well, that's probably not good. I'm like, well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, he was hitting all his putts on uh, Friday and, and Thursday and he was doing nothing on, on Saturday. But at least you got a top 10. We'll take the top 10. We'll take that. I also think that you were, you could not have been more right about your Bill Murray take. That he was awful to watch. We don't need it anymore. No, we don't need any of these guys. We and for some reason, any. CBS thought it was a fantastic idea to show him like 50% of the time on Saturday. Yeah. It was him, a Bill fucking it's Murray a, show. It's like, yeah, we get it. Like, we, we, we don't. And then Carlton did his doing Carlton the dance, dance. We get it, bro. That and show is. Like, Tour tweeted, like, give the fans what the fans want. No fan wants the Carlton. Not, not a fan. single one. Not one's going, hell, did you, he did the dance. Oh, man, isn't that great, Carlton? Ah, I was. I didn't think he was going to do it, and then he did it. All right, oh, he can still do dude. it. He can still yeah. do it. God, Carlton. No one likes it. It's awful. And God, I wish that wasn't ever. Like I was watching Saturday, and they were taking forever to play. Forever. I thought my so I thought my PGA Tour app was broken because like the shot tracker wasn't updating, and no, it just took thirty minutes between every shot. I was sitting in the, this Cuban restaurant in the Miami airport on Sunday and I was, I was watching it on my phone and like the leaders were all, the last final groups are like at nine, eight and seven. And I'm sitting there just wanting to watch shots. And it, they were just going through replays. Like there, there was no one, like it was just taking forever to get a shot off. I'm like, would you, I'm sitting here wanting golf, show me some golf. And they, they weren't playing. It's brutal. It was get rid of the am, ban the AMs. That's my, that's my, if that I would be, commissioner. man, if we could go to Pebble beach every year and it was just a loaded field, with mm-hmm. any professionals because you got to think that some people don't go because it's a pro-am yeah they know it's going to be right? six six out of rounds you know seems awful canley i was surprised by canley he fell apart at the end yeah he did he looked like shit on sunday too it was just a weird mm-hmm. it was just a weird golf tournament especially sunday just all the big yeah. names that were in contention mm-hmm. just didn't play there for their taking and they let like at one point, I was like, I'm like, is Troy Merritt going to win this thing? So, yeah, he was six, what, <laughs> 600 through seven or something ridiculous, 500 through six. Worst dress golfer in all of golf, Troy Merritt. Yeah, he's awful. Um, the uh, the Scumbag International was also in Saudi Arabia. You know what? That tournament got zero attention for me except for that final putt. Like, I didn't even search out scores. I like didn't care. I didn't even know where the scores worked. They're not, that, they weren't a part of the... You know, like the the DP tour, whatever they're called, and so like I didn't even know I didn't even know what was going on. And I'm happy for Harold Harold Barner the third, like shitty tournament, but he won it in awesome fashion. So that the celebration was great. But uh, I'm glad we're moving on from that one. Yeah, it was awful. The the closing putt was electric, though. I watched. That. I didn't I realize saw, it was, was, off was the that green. Sunday morning. It had to yeah, be Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. It was sick. What a hundred footer. Yeah. It was unreal. 100 footer to beat Bubba by a stroke. And then, like, his immediate reaction was like, what you want from I would have loved to see him. Like, what, what would DJ have done if he had made that putt? Oh. <laughs> so, maybe a hand, a fist bump. Like, yeah. We did. Yeah, the slow one. He doesn't do fast fist bumps. He does that one, like, oh. bang. Very slow. <laughs> I would have loved to see DJ make that putt. Just to see his reaction. Oh, win oh, oh, I got an eagle and one again. <laughs> dope, 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 dope. <laughs> so Harold Varner had the complete opposite reaction. Which is oh, it was electric. It was so good. Throw your punter down, run around the green. Caddy comes Caddy comes out of nowhere. It was fantastic. It was great. I couldn't tell you what holes, what I didn't I didn't see a minute of it. No, I didn't watch it. Well, yeah, I didn't see any of it. I didn't keep updated. I couldn't tell you who led after every round. All I know is Varner won and Bubba came in second. Dollar. It's done to see Bubba. Like, I didn't even know he was over there. Bubba in a while. No. I don't know. Well, you might hear he's on the on. Co- little, I was going to say, it might be a little update. He's on my car <laughs> this week. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about it later, but this is like one of the Bubba Invitationals. It, is, it is. This is. This is one of them. <laughs> uh, the bigger news to come out of Saudi Arabia is um, Phil. He yeah, said Phil just- that he wants to get away from or criticize the PGA Tour about their uh, greedy behavior. And I want to know your thoughts about Phil Mickelson calling uh, the PGA. Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Phil Mickelson calling the PGA tour out about (laughs) greedy behavior. Didn't Brooks Kepka reply to like a uh, a PGA tour Instagram or no, not PGA, but like an Instagram about Phil being that. And then Kepka was like, wow, Phil should know a thing or two about greed or something along those lines. Yeah. He said, um, what was the comment? He said, I, I don't, he said, um, I don't know if I say I like I don't know if I say anything about greed if I'm Phil or something along those lines. It was brutal. Yeah, well, very funny. Like, yeah, like like we know Phil's greedy for him to be like talking about this. It's very ironic. But yeah, Phil's Phil's complaining about the greed of the PGA Tour while being in Saudi Arabia uh, playing in a tournament where they've you know they're sports washing the, the, their their country and what they've done to people, killing journalists, like mm-hmm. human rights violations, terrible conditions for women. And we're supposed to be like, oh, poor Phil. He can't get his videos from PGA. Oh, that poor guy. That poor guy. It is. So um, how do you think things work? Like the, the NFL, the NBA, like they all own their media. The players don't own the media. The that's how it works. Too. That's how it works. That's how it works. And it's unbelievable because this is coming from the fucking guy mm-hmm. that won the contest that was developed to pay players more money based on their influence on the game of golf. They said, Hey, let's make this program where we're going to give out what $40 million to the top 10 guys that influence the game the most in our sport. And Phil Mickelson won it because he's a crazy person on social media and won the PGA championship cashed an $8 million check and said, you know what PGA tour? Fuck you. I can't use a video of my Eagle on seven at the RBC heritage. Yeah, poor guy. Just feel poor guy. Like Phil's gone. Phil, like Phil, we get it. You won the PGA Championship. It was great, but like Phil's gone a little, a little batshit since winning that. Like everything he does, he has to remind you that he's the PGA champ. It's like that's a joke. We get the jokes over. Like he even uh, the fire pit did a, uh, you know, the fire pit with Machinello. They yeah. did something for um, when Tim Rosenfort passed away. They did like this great podcast where they had a lot of people talking about him and you know giving tributes. And they had Phil in there, and I'm pretty sure I saw this, but Phil had like the Wanamaker next to him. It's like, even in this setting, dude, like, we know you won the PGA. You don't need to have this trophy in there while you're talking about it. A, a golf writer that passed away. Like, Phil is just like, Phil is in his own little world, and it's fun when he's hot at the PGA Championship, but like, when he starts complaining about greed and money in the PGA Tour, like, it's just absurd. It, and since that win, he's been become just incredibly less likable. Like I right. like I've never been like a Phil guy. Like I've never rooted for Phil in a tournament, but I've also never rooted against Phil. He's mm-hmm. becoming to the point where it's, it's like, man, he's so annoying. Like like exactly yeah. like you said, the PJ Championship thing was fun for the first like week, and where he was gonna miss the cut the next week, and he's like, well, I won the PGA. That's funny. Yeah, but it's yeah. what's that's what six months ago. Who cares, bro? It's, it's the PGA. It's not the it's not the U.S. Open or the Masters or you know. You won the easiest it's, a, major it's, a, it's, a, it's a major. Like applaud him. It's great. Correct. I interviewed Phil years ago. We, I did the shoot with him at his course in San Diego, and I asked him like, "When this just shows you like how Phil just doesn't live in the real world." And I go, "Well, when was the last time you flew pri- uh, pub, uh, What do they call commercial? Like, when was the last time you flew commercial?" And he was like, oh, a couple of years ago, we um, we got a plane for the Ryder Cup. And like all of us went over on the Ryder Cup. Like they rented out like for all the families and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, Phil, that's, hey, that's not commercial, dude. That doesn't count. He's bro. like, oh, okay. They're probably like 30 years ago. <laughs> that's just a giant plane that is operating <laughs> yeah. under private, idiot. Yes. He's like, no, no. We all, I'm like, you weren't all the families weren't waiting at, uh, uh, you know, United International Terminal in Chicago to fly over. And he's like. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 30 years. <laughs> yeah, I don't, he's a dick. I don't get it. Yeah. But it was very funny. We were ha- we were talking between like the golf week writers about all this kind of stuff. And the rumor about Bryson getting a $135 million offer and now the whole Phil thing, he's looking for other options. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, if Phil Mickelson and Bryson get 
grabbed away from the PGA tour and we don't have to talk about him ever again, I, that would not be a bad thing. I could yeah, care like, less about that. Couldn't if Bryson care. goes over there, like just judging from this weekend's tournament, like if Bryson goes over there and plays in that and takes that money, like I'll never care about the kind of money these guys make. We've said this before. And like that just showed this week, like I couldn't care less how anybody did this week there. Absolutely. And, like, if Bryson goes there, great, make all your money. We will never look at it. It means again. nothing. Nothing. Like, nothing. It's forgettable golf played at different hours of the day. And, you know, I'm sure they'll be able to come over and play the majors and whatever that we talked about then. But for the most part of the year, we'll just be like, oh, yeah. Oh, Bryson beat those 20 guys again. Or so-and-so won that 20 guys. Like, it's just, it's pointless. And he was offered or reportedly offered. He said he wasn't, but Bryson is a, uh, I don't believe a word that comes out of his mouth, was offered, what, 135? And I saw a That's graphic insane. on Twitter that Tiger's career earnings is like 121. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. Do you think do you think he would ever turn that much money down if he was actually offered it? No. It I don't think I don't think Bryson cares enough about like major championships and stuff. No. I don't think so. And I, I don't know how that would work if he would still get to play in them. I'm guessing they'd, they'd figure out ways to get him in. Um but like, Yeah, I think his, like the Masters is like their own thing. They can decide whether or not he yeah. gets in. Yeah, and he can find other ways into through the USGA and through uh I guess just the PGA would be the only one he could get into. Did you hear about his his injury? He said it wasn't an injury. What did he say? (laughs) He said, well, we saw it at Torrey Pines. He was like grabbing his back. He's grabbing his wrist. He's grabbing his hip. Mm -hmm. And then he had to WD from the Saudi International because of injury. And he said, everybody's got to chill. I fell. So I had to WD. Oh, yeah. I know no one's going to believe me. I fell. And if you lead a statement with, I know no one's going to believe me, you're lying out of your teeth. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a great point. He's like DJ like, like, I'm not, like, not, not trying to offend anybody. And then you say something horribly offensive. You know? Exactly. <laughs> if you have to leave with, I know no one is going to believe me, but this <laughs> yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, buddy. Fuck you. Yeah. But who, like, why would he, like, there should have been a, there should have been a bet, like, with, if, Bryson going to withdraw from this tournament due to injury. Because when we saw him at Torrey, like he could barely swing. And I told you last week, that one shot, he was looking at his caddy like, that's going to feel really good for my wrist. Like he was in bad shape and he flew all the way over there, probably got, you know, three, four, five million dollars just to show up and, and made it through 18 holes. That's a classic Bryson, you know, trip. I think it's very funny that people acted surprised on the internet that he got hurt. It's like, do you understand yeah. what he's doing to his body? He's a fucking psychopath. Okay. He's swinging a golf club 180 miles an hour. What do you mean he's not going to get hurt? Yeah, all his ligaments, wrists, back, everything. everything. Like day after day, and you can do as much work on your body as you want. You know, we saw Tiger Woods do all that work on his body, and it doesn't matter. At some point, it all catches up to you. Yeah, and golf, so if you just keep doing that repetitive stuff, it's every, stuff is going to break down fast. Hell yeah, because you're. I mean, it's the same thing every single time. Yeah. Just, Oh, it's brutal. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I because see a lot more. To see how long this wrist is going to keep him out for. Like, I, is he going to miss a lot of time? Is he going to miss, you know? Yeah, he said a couple of weeks, but I mean, shit, if it barely heals and he comes back and tries to hit a bomb, his quote unquote bombs again, then it's just going to flare back up. I don't know. I fucking hate that guy. Okay. So I'm like just it. talking about it right now. It is. I'm going to change the subject. We have the Waste Management yeah. Phoenix Open this week. Yeah. And the field is loaded. Last year it was it was pretty good. Brooks was there, Jordan was there, Xander was there. If you guys remember, Xander and Jordan were um, winning the tournament together by what two or three shots going into Sunday, and then they both played like shit. Brooks came out of nowhere and won with his little chip in after seventeen on seventeen, which was awesome. But mm-hmm. John Rahm's here, Xander, Jordan, Cantlay, Brooks, uh, Big Tone, everybody, Hopland. Hovland, 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 who's probably what the best golfer on earth right now. Yeah, Justin Thomas, Matsuyama, like it's everybody. uh, Webb, Cantlay, Kepka, like just man, this is like this is a field. Yeah, I think I forget. I think it was uh, you already said Kyle Porter tweeted something about the strength of field is like one of the better ones in the last year, including like major championships. It's loaded. and you would think, like, of all the events, like, everyone skipped Pebble. You would think this would be the one that people would skip, right? Because it's it's pretty raucous. It's like it's like a it's like a concert, like hundred thousand people there. So it's like a festival. You know, people are loud, going crazy. Super Bowl weekend. You think these guys with all their money would want to come to L.A. and go to a Super Bowl? You know, 
party and stuff like that. For them to go out to Arizona in February, you know, they're not getting their uh, appearance fees like they, a lot of the guys did last week going to Saudi Arabia. Like, it's impressive that all these guys are playing this week. That's actually a good point. I never thought about that because they keep this. This is on Super Bowl week every week. Yeah. Even this year, uh, with, the, with the season pushed back, the NFL season pushed back, the Super Bowl later, they switched the whole golf season around Correct. so this event could be on Super Bowl weekend. That's a great point. What do you think, personal feelings about the 16th hole? Uh, I love it. I think I it's fantastic. It I, <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, I think it's fun. I, I, just the way they walk into the place, it's like walking into a coliseum, and I like how they throw hats and stuff to the crowd, and the fans are good. They don't start going crazy until the ball is hit. Like all the respect. I don't know how all those, all those people are quiet for that long, but I think it's, I think it's great. It's something golf needs at least once a year. It's fun. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's, it's great to have in the game at that place. Like this tournament and, is notorious. Like when you think of this tournament, that's all you can think of. But yeah, and that's that. And that's why like when they finished 16 on like Sunday, like all of a sudden 17, 17 is like the greatest hole in like golf course. It is. It's that and 18 is good four. too. Yeah, so 17 is that drivable part four, water left. You see a lot of guys come out of 16, and they just like, all right, I got through that. And then they just pound one into the water left. Or Then they have to hit those tricky shots that they go right, short, right. They, the pins usually in the back. They have to hit those tricky chips down there. Uh, it's a great risk-reward see how pros uh, handle a, a hole like that. Yeah, and it's it's easy to forget that hole, especially with 16. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. That, that hole is probably the best hole in the golf course is 17. It is the golf course from one to 13, 14 is just the most TPC thing of all time. Yeah. It's very forgettable, but the last, the closing par, stretch is fun. Yeah. The par five before 16, the one that goes over the water. 15. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good hole. There's some good holes on the back. Um, first, the front's pretty forgettable, but then, and then 18 is basically just a drive over water, which is even a flip wedge, but like, that 17th hole is where a lot of the tournaments are won and lost. But kept yep. it, kept the one there last year. He, yeah, you tell yeah, the that hole. chip from front right to a tricky yeah. thing. Yeah. Like that hole, I I geek out over that hole because there's just so many options for these guys to play it. It's, it's, it's fascinating. The golf course, TPC Scottsdale, par 71, 7,261 yards. The weather, you could probably guess what the weather's going to be like. Not a drop It'd of rain. Be, not drop rain although it gets kind of chilly there in uh, february chilly for arizona true yeah it's just although i'm in la right now it's 85 degrees this week like it's never this warm here so i'm wondering what's going to be like that's arizona. gross but yeah the weather this week in scottsdale is uh literally just sunny every day zero percent chance to rain and the w- the wind's not going to get up so <laughs> perfect they're in the desert Living Couple in uh, northern Massachusetts, that does that make you feel good? Knowing it's sick. Actually, you know what? For the next couple of days, it's supposed to be in the mid 40s, which is going to feel like summertime. So I'm very excited yeah. about that, actually. Key stats. A couple key stats for you to just ponder over before you get into your picks. Maybe this makes you panic, get rid of one of your picks, but who knows? Uh, stroke stained off the tee is going to be huge this week. So I don't want to say a long golf course, but distance definitely helps. And accuracy is huge, too, because you don't want to be playing out of the desert all week. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And then approach shots from 150 to 200 is going to be good. Almost 50% of approach shots hit at TPC Scottsdale over the last several seasons are from that range. So we're not talking a wedge golf course. We're talking nine iron to five iron for these guys is going to be huge. Data golf information. I don't know any of the golf courses that it plays like, so I'm not going to say them. Trending. Patrick I love the, I love the golf courses, by the way, before you get, keep going. I love this golf, the golf course comparisons. It's never anything. They're like, Dude, it should be a more helpful tool. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's incredibly helpful, and sometimes it's like a random course in North Dakota, and it's like, why would that help me? I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. It's like uh, the Great Barrier uh, Country Club. And Okay, yeah, okay. That helps. Yeah, you're right. You know what the – yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I added trending back, so that's good. Patrick Cantley, yeah. his last three starts, fourth, ninth, fourth. That's pretty good. You could say that's pretty good. Victor Hovland, T34 win and his two was his two starts before that t30 are both wins i'm pretty sure so victor hovland is hot and justin thomas is low-key playing really good well right right now to t5 t5 t20 percent chance to win john rom no surprise although we may have to start talking about john rom like not being a closer i know that sounds ridiculous after what happened at the u.s open but he's just in the top five at all these golf tournaments and everyone can't stop talking about john rom he just doesn't win them 
it's, it's tough though. Like guys will win like what three times a year, and he's always like top five, top ten. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't know the definition of closer. I might have that might have to be adjusted to like not just winning, but like top five just being in there all the time. That's that's a yeah. good point. I mean, the fields are yeah. just so deep that like it's just so hard to fucking win on the PGA Tour. Yeah, to be like you know when he's in a tournament, you're like okay, chances like it's more likely to be in the top five. Like there's not a lot of golfers you can say that about. Like you see Rom in there, like all right, probably top five. If he's not in the top five, you're like you see Rom finish like 23rd, like that's crazy. That's exactly like, true. Know. Exactly. You know, true. Guys finish top 23 all the time, and you don't even think about it. So he's uh, Data Golf's favorite at uh, almost 11 percent chance to win. Patrick Cantlay is number two, and JT is number three. So that's that. Mm-hmm. Betting odds, Tipico. Shout out Tipico. John Rahm, cool. plus 750. Not that big of a surprise. Justin Thomas is at 12. Patrick Cantley is at 15. Then Hideki, Jordan, Victor, and Xander are all at plus 2,000. Brooks Kepka, Daniel Berger, and my guy Scotty Scheffler, who I will be betting on once again this week because I cannot stop myself, are at plus 3,000. I already went over my card from last week. I got killed. We were down... Uh, three units last week, I think, on position plays. So that sucks. Yeah. Uh, but we're still uh, over seven and a half up in 2022. So I guess we'll take that. But it does suck to have a gigantic week at the farmers and then just suck at Pebble. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Who's uh, who's it? Who's the first name you're gonna be flirting with this week, Mister Andy? So I've been looking. Like I've been super busy here in Los Angeles Super Bowl stuff, but I've been looking at some golf, trying to get back into it, and I've taken Bubba Watson here in my suicide pool. A couple of years and and one year he lost it for me on the 71st hole that 17th hole that we talked about but he's won here a bunch a couple of times at least he always contends here safe bet like I, don't, I would love to pick like a guy like hovland or a guy like jt but like i need to keep those guys for for majors correct so I look down like i'm not going to pick bubba maybe at the masters so i need to find a guy that's dependable Playing well, coming off. I mean, I am a little worried about you know the travel from Saudi Arabia. These guys aren't traveling and coach, so he's probably okay. Um, so just for my safety, like suicide pool, let's get out of here. Forget about this. I'm going to bubble Watson this week, which I like. And, uh, but part of me is a bum because I know a lot of people in my league are going to pick him. There's not going to be a lot of movement, but I just want a guy that I know is probably. Gonna yeah, play. I mean, he's on, he's on my list. I can't believe this. Bubba is plus one seventy five for a top twenty. Wow. He yeah. hasn't made He's an official start this season on the PGA Tour. He played at the, what do they call that tournament? The QBE. Uh, yeah. He played with Lexi, but that's technically like not an official tournament. So we haven't seen him in a while. He has uh, two top fives here in the last three seasons. So he does very much like this golf course. He's a past champion. Yeah. Uh, I believe he's a past champion, I think. Has he won here before? He bombed or has, the he, just got, the or has he just got close here a bunch of times? I believe he's won here before. I can't remember, but he loves this place and he's coming off a runner up finish in Saudi uh, at the Saudi international. So I like Bubba as well. Googling if he won the waste management before. He's, I mean, he might've gotten so close a couple of times. I know he has so, two or three runner up finishes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. As you look that up, I'll go over my next guy. Uh, yeah, this is kind of, a, this is kind of another chalk pick which I'm not like super happy about, but whatever is Xander he played. Okay. At Torrey Pines T 34. Uh, he did finish in the top 20 at the Saudi last week. Again, it's going to be a, you said it with Bubba. It is going to be a little mm-hmm. tricky to see how these guys play on Thursday. Yeah. Just with, and because that's a, as is that as far as you can like Saudi to Arizona, yeah, that's a long flight. Can we talk a little bit about Xander? Like he's one of those guys. It's like every time I pick him or something, it seems like an easy, like he's going to do what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And he, he never wins ever. And he, you know, he, but he's always, he, it always feels like he's going to be around there. It's about time that he starts like racking up some W's because his last win was what the 2019 century tournament champions. <laughs> so we're talking over three years what? ago. Yeah. And he's considered what a t- easily a top ten player in the world, and he just doesn't yeah. win golf tournaments ever. Never wins. Like you're talking about Rom not closing, like Xander, like he he, he would love to have Rom's steps. I mean, and he's notoriously not a closer. <laughs> no, no, no. Which is frustrating because it feels like he has everything to be that guy. He's like, I, I would love to see him win this week, and love to see him pick up a couple wins this year. But like, at some point you got to start winning tournaments. 
Yeah, so I have him for a top 20. I know that's a pretty safe play. It's only plus 115. Uh, Like I said, he's coming off that top 20. He's finished inside the top 20 at the last four installments of this event. He was the runner-up to Brooks last season. So this is a comfy course for him. Hopefully the traveler doesn't affect him. And like you said, Xander just has to win at some point. Just got to come. So I'll grab, I don't know if I'm going to bet on him to win, but I like him for a top 20 at a little over even money. I like that bet. Give me another one. I'm I'm looking at something right now. Um, I said it, Scotty. I'm obsessed with betting on Scotty Scheffler. (laughs) I, I can't, I, I can't stop. You are addicted to Scotty Scheffler. I am addicted. Scotty Scheffler addiction. And I'm okay with that. I posted I posted odds earlier on my Twitter, and the bot, my last line was, "I will be betting on Scotty Scheffler again." I can't, I can't help myself. I can't yeah. help myself. I knew it's going to be Scotty Scheffler. I knew it. <laughs> I am for I'm a top twenty. Oh, are you? That's a shock, really. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler top twenty plus one thirty-five. Last start came at uh, Tory, tied for twentieth. Top 10 here last season at the Waste Management Phoenix. That's actually not the Waste Management Phoenix Open anymore. I was alerted. It's the WM Phoenix Open now. I know that's kind of the same thing, but I guess you don't say Waste Management. It's the WM Open. So the last line of my betting article here that's already up is, come on, Scotty, let's go. So come on, Scotty, let's go. Let's go. Man. I am addicted. It is the same thing. If Will's Altoris is Will's Altoris in this field, I'll bet on him too. I don't give a fuck. I know he had COVID. Still think he's got the COVID. Uh, Who's I looking up? I want to see what Joel Damon's numbers were. He played. Shout out Joel. He played fantastic at Pebble. He kind of stumbled down the stretch a little bit, but Mm -hmm. he's just a big. It was great to see him. Like it's all. He's one of the finest guys in golf, and see him play well in those terms. It was a bummer to see him not play that great on Sunday down the stretch. But he's a plus 400 for a top 40, a uh, top 20. I'm sorry. Um, he's a Arizona guy uh, playing well coming into this thing. I can see him doing a top 20 at plus 40. Our, uh, our guy, which I, I don't hate that actually. I like that. Um, our guy, Harry Higgs is in the field this week. Oh man. Um, he was in contention a little bit in Palm Springs. I was rooting for him. That guy, I forgot how big his ass was. He's got yeah. a very big ass. He, <laughs> he was in. <laughs> Dude's got an absolute wagon, and it doesn't get was, cocked enough. Enough. No, he was like one time he was like hitting a chip, like a delicate chip from around the green, and he just like, he's like a huge ass, like, just a gigantic like a, lower body. Yeah, <laughs> here he is, like this nice little gentleman, you know, hitting this little delicate chip shot, and he's just like his lower half is just monstrous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna bet on him, but I'd walk around with him just to look at it. Yeah, um, a couple. I'm going to go back to the well. He won in his last start. Luke Liss may be also on the card. I'm not, don't write me down for this, but he might be going on the card this week again. Um, top 20 plus 240. Again, he's coming off a win. He hasn't finished outside the top 22 in his last four starts. He's finished inside the top 30 in three of the last four Phoenix Opens. So I like Luke Liss again. And this is, a, this is another one of those golf courses where you really want to target guys that are just tee to green machines. Like really good off the tee, really good iron players. And then if you just happen to run into a guy that gets hot on the greens that week, that's what kind of happened to Luke List at the Farmers. I don't know if it'll happen again because he is a truly terrible putter. But for a top 20, 240. What do you think about the defending champ, Brooks Koepka, plus 300 for top 10? He's played here. He won last year, obviously. I think he's won here before that. He always plays well here. 2015, yeah, he won here in 2015. I like Brooks. Brooks is... uh, do you, I wonder, I haven't seen an updated picture. You think he still has the blonde hair? Oh, that's a good call, man. Got to. I feel like if we ever interview Brooks Kepka, that's going to be your first question. Yeah. I'm going to show up with, with blonde hair for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an idea. That is, that is an idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't like, I think I always, like. I, I always root for Brooks. So having a few, few, uh, dollars on Brooks will never hurt my feelings at a golf tournament. Yeah, and I feel like he's a, he's a plus one fifty for a top 20 plus 300 for a top 10. And like, I, I feel like Brooks is either all in or, you know, he's not going to be a top 20. So that's why I would think just top 10. If he's, if he's going to be there, he's going to try to get to 
be in the winning spot. He's not like if he's like 18th on a Sunday, he's not going to really give it all. all. Correct. No, I don't mind. I don't mind Brooks this week. I like Brooksy. Yeah. I got another weird. I got another weird name for you. This is the last guy. Hold on. Let me try to guess it. Let me try to guess it. This is someone that you like before. Have you liked this person before? I've never said this man's (laughs) name before. (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. I'm not going to guess. I don't know. Andrew Putnam. Dude, I thought about that a little while earlier today. First of all, he has fantastic hair. I don't think people are yeah. talking. About, I don't think people talk enough about Andrew Putnam's hair. I for a couple of times last week, I mistook him for a uh, for a celebrity. Like it was, he, he looked like, like Jake I, Owen. Like you would, I'm like I would have noticed that hair before on tour. Like it's a Tommy Fleetwood esque hair. I would have noticed that. And I like saw him hit a shot. I'm like, oh, who's Speed playing with? And it's like it was Andrew Putnam, PGA Tour player. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, but he's he's playing really good golf, trending in the right direction. His last three starts, T27, T14, T6. That was last week at Pebble. He finished seventh year at the Waste Management last year. Um, so, yeah, he returned to a golf course that he has good vibes, and he's playing well. So, Andrew Putnam might be – I don't know if he's going to go on my official card for tomorrow, but top 20 plus 320 for somebody playing that good. Yeah. I like it. Good. I'm looking at some prop bets here. I know I tried sprinkling in a uh, top nationality bet because I I know how much you love those when I say those. <laughs> those are fun. I am two and zero. Oh. I want that. I had Neiman and Bazaden Hote in the last two tournaments when I use a nationality picks. I couldn't find one that I like. Man, then John Rom to make the cut. What do you think? Yes, is to make the cut. To make the cut. Yes. Yeah. Um, minus seven hundred. Minus twelve oh five. Minus twelve oh five. Yes. No, it was uh, 480. Plus 480. Shit. That's incredible. I can't wait to see. I really can't wait to see Victor Hovland. Uh, the street that he's on, the way he's been playing lately, all around the world. I can't wait to see him like on a TPC course in America in prime time playing the golf he's been playing lately. I There's not a lot of people in this world that I enjoy watching golf more than I like watching Victor Hovland. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. There's a lot of fun guys to watch right now between my guy Hatton, Spieth, Hovland. Like, there's like when, like back in the day when a Tiger wasn't when a Tiger was out of contention, there wasn't really many other guys to watch. Bill, yes, but like whatever. Like these guys, there, there's a lot of like good characters to watch right now. Hovland is one of the best to watch, which is awesome. Golf is it's unbelievable the spot that the golf is in. That golf it's is so in right now. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's so good. So yeah, I, I, I want to see Hoblin. I'm just looking at where they have this cut at. Make the cut. Yes, five forty nine minus five forty nine. No plus three thirty. They don't have any uh, hole in one bet this week. No hole out, in you know, one. Hard. There's already been a hole in one. Matty Fitz made a uh, an ace today during his practice round, and he called it. He yeah. said uh, he wasted an ace. Could you imagine being in a position in your golf game that you make an ace and you're mad about it? <laughs> about a month ago a buddy of mine hit a second shot you know he chunked a, he chunked an approach shot on a par four and he, he dropped a second ball just to like work out the kinks and he sank it from like 155 out no shit the guys, there's guys on the tee box when we pull up to the green they're like way to go and I'm like no it's a second shot it doesn't mean shit <laughs> it doesn't mean shit <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean shit they're like what like he was working something out. He's trying to fix something. <laughs> he's out. trying to find a feel, and he made it. Doesn't fucking count. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna get bogey up here. He's not getting eagle. <laughs> <laughs> but and the ball landed, and he goes, "Go in," and it spin back in the cup. He's like, "Oh yeah," I'm like, "Good five, bro. Good five. That's, that's <laughs> second shot doesn't count." <laughs> I did say good five. Good no five. excitement. Grade five. Oh five, shit! Yeah. It's like Got couples with the players. Right? The guys in the T-Box are like, oh, my God, way to go. No, bro, it doesn't count. doesn't count. Oh, God. Um, speaking of that, I'm back. I was telling you a little bit about this before we got on the show. My game's back. I can't wait to go somewhere and play. Let's slow down a little bit here. You, mean, you can't say it that confidently when you're just your game's back in your dad's garage. I'm telling you, man, yeah. it is. Tr- it would be very, <laughs> it'd be very funny to like get on the ra- when the when the snow goes away, go to the range for the first time. And the first like yeah. four, five balls are just laying sod over it. Can't get like the they contact. say they say it's hard to bring your game from the range to the tee. 
I haven't heard anyone ever to even talk about bringing a range from your dad's simulator in his garage. A simulator that's, to the course. Yeah, has that ever been done by by anyone in the, in the uh, you know in the frozen lands of the Northeast? It's gonna where a golfer in the winter months just hibernates and learns how to like figures out his swing and comes out in spring and just starts fucking dominating all over Massachusetts. Can that happen? I think it's a fucking great movie idea. Cause we could have had a chance this week to play at TBC Sawgrass. We got we the media thing on Monday, know. but the good news with that is I saw that it was 48 degrees and windy. Like I don't want to play. Yeah. It would have just been like playing up here. Shout Wait, out golf week. One at court. Did you see that? Did Shoot really? one. Shoot oh, one. I saw that. I, I saw that uh, that trophy looks sick. Yeah, it's Shoop's like, a really he's a really good golfer. He can bomb it off the tee. Like, can he, he really? He, he crushes it off the tee. Damn. When he gets a piece of it, it was like it's like it, he, he bombed it. The golf course Lots looks incredible, by the way. I don't know if anybody out there saw any or follows any media people that were posting stuff. The golf course looks incredible, so I can't. That's wait how it me. looks every day, though, bro. I, I went. True. I went there like two months ago. And like the guy took us, took me and my buddy. I told you, this yeah, seventeen. And I'm like, is this the way the fairies and greens look? Like it looked like they could have played, you know, the opening round of the players like that afternoon. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I'm going to Orlando in the first week of uh, March for the Arnold Palmer. Oh, look at that! That's going great. to Sunshine State. Are you going to bring your sticks down? I don't know. Time. Has anyone ever brought their game from the, their dad's simulator in his garage to Orlando, Florida? Down to Florida, <laughs> onto a course. I don't know. That would be funny if I end up playing. I don't know if I'll bring my sticks, but maybe I'll try to like yeah, something impressive. for like nine holes. Um, yeah, you got to play that uh, nine hole course if you can sneak out for a time. That um, that everyone always talks about the Winter Haven Nine or whatever. Oh, uh, Winter Park Nine. Winter Park Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that would be fun. Actually. Yeah. Maybe I will do that. That's fun that you're going to. So you're going to be covering it for golf week? and I don't know if I'm going to be co- – I don't think uh, – if I do cover it, it's only going to be for like a day. Yeah. Just because we're going down there to just like chill. But we are going to go because I love Bay yeah. Hill. So we'll be there, I think, Saturday. So we'll have some yeah. uh, cool stuff to talk about. Yeah. That week. But, uh, uh, Gabe, our buddy Gabe, was, they started releasing some of his drone work from, um, from Bay Hill. They did a couple weeks ago. He's good at his job, that kid. Dude, <laughs> so you have a – he had his uh, 16th hole on uh, his, his drone on 16 at Palmer on Instagram the other night, and I replied to it like, "I'm cutting the corner of my driver, flipping a wedge up on the green. I'm tapping in for eagle." <laughs> he just wrote back like, "Hearts." He's like the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> he is really the nicest guy. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best. Um, I'm the worst guy ever. Like today, we were, I was interviewing Eric Dickerson, and my producer is sitting like right off camera, like keeping track of like the shoot and everything. And I, I threw my producer under the bus. I told Eric Dickerson that my producer hates Ram fans and he's glad no Ram fans go to games. And it totally wasn't true. I just wanted him to feel uncomfortable. He's like, what? And Dickerson's like, what's wrong with you? Who do you like? Do you like the Niners? He's like, I like the Cowboys. <laughs> like Dickerson was like, who is that guy? I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, I don't know. Guy's an asshole. Dude, are they gonna if the Rams end up winning on Sunday, like eighty people are gonna be happy, and it's like their family. But Dickerson made a good point. He was like, "It's like the Rams like went out for milk and didn't come back for twenty two years for twenty two years, and so it's gonna like you know they went to St. Louis and they came back to L.A. He's like, it's gonna take time. Like if I left my wife for twenty two years and I came back to her, she wouldn't automatically be like, come on in.' Like it's true. Where you been? Great to see you. That's like, a great point. That is a great yeah. point. So take some time. So two, okay. Two things before we get out of here for the day. One, yeah. all right. This doesn't survival pool put aside pick for waste management. Okay. Hold on a second. You caught me off guard here. Uh, play the, play the Jeopardy music for a second. Thank you. Producer and Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Music. Right, mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Producer, it. You're the producer. I'm way um, too, too young for that. Bubba Watson. You're gonna go with Bubba. I Let's go that. all in. I respect that. What is what is, are you looking at his odds? What are his odds? Plus five thousand? Plus four thousand? I'm looking at my big fat gut. I have no idea. His odds to win. Hold on a second. Typico, come on, give me the right. hold on. I'm in here. Oh my god, I'm so like Bubba. plus four thousand. 
Let's go, Baba. You guys already know who I'm going with. Scotty Scheffler. Yep, I will until he wins. <laughs> um, Scotty, I'll go with Scotty at plus 2,000. And then who do you got for the Super Bowl? I like the Rams in a blowout. Rams in a blowout? 51 to 10. That's a lot. Yeah, I've been saying all week. I feel like I should keep saying it. Do you have the I over? Really, on, do you I have the over under? Like, do you have the over no, under think, in that anthem? Yeah, I think. Oh man, yeah. I'm Instagram posted a couple years ago. I got the anthem taken off a couple of betting. I, I fucking that. hilarious. I saw that. it got taken off last year too. <laughs> Remember the video, the kid filming uh, rehearsals outside oh, of Ray J. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I talked to Dina Manzel and I'm doing over two or three. <laughs> one book was like, we're out. We can't. She's like, yeah, I'll go longer. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, um, so yeah, I think it's gonna be a close Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to going to it. But I went to the Super Bowl the last Super Bowl into the Chiefs 49ers, and it'll be fun to be back in a packed stadium for Super Bowl. Too. And that was a good one too. Really, yeah, I can't wait for the halftime show. Snoop, Dre, Mary J. Wise, Kendrick Lamar. It's gonna be fun. That is gonna be fun. Um, I'm just gonna just because I I'm gonna take the Bengals. Yeah, I think it's I like gonna be a good game. I could see. I'm just, I just, man, Burrow's offensive line is so that bad. Is very true. The Rams front four is so good. I mean, it's not breaking any ground on that analysis, but it's like, I just, we saw Brady so many times against like Giants teams that had good front fours and Super Bowls and they just pressured him so much, kept it close and would win the game. And Burrow had trouble with the Titans, they had trouble with the Chiefs defense and the Rams, like Aaron Donald's like just amazing. Yeah. Five the Rams can an incredible. Yeah, he's been one of the best defensive players in football in the playoffs. Unbelievable. If the if yeah. the Rams can get pressure with four, I think it's over. But if somehow yeah. the Bengals that's why play. that's why I think it could be a blowout just because like they, they can shut that offense down. But Burrow and that offense, I mean Jamar Chase is unbelievable. Burrow's great. So hopefully it'll be a good Super Bowl. It's gonna it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, unless you do, you have anything else before we get out of here today? I have nothing else. I'm 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 drained. I'm exhausted. Yeah, my brain's working slow today. I don't know what it is. Feel like yeah, I'm in I'm, like I'm on the West Coast. Like the the time zone change back. It's still different for me. I don't know what's going on. I gotta go meet the big boss right now for drinks and tell him sorry for the things I say in some of my videos. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. We're living the dream out here in California. Living the dream. All right, buddy. Well, enjoy the Super Bowl. I'm sure I'll get some vids and shit, but enjoy the Super Bowl. Yeah, folks, enjoy the Waste Management Phoenix Open. It's gonna be awesome. The field's loaded, and we will talk to you next week. See ya.